Today we're looking at the story of one of the most famous queens of England, one of the most controversial queens of England, a woman whose story has really come to prominence in the last decade thanks to a novel that was written about her. We're talking about Elizabeth Woodville. Um, now you may well know her as the White Queen because that novel by Philippa Gregory, that's what it's called, The White Queen. It tells the story of Elizabeth it was made into a really well-known TV series as well, followed up by The White Princess and another TV programme that went with that. The White Queen, the first queen of the House of York, Elizabeth Woodville, but she's so much more than that. She's been a much talked about figure for centuries for lots of different reasons. Her path to a crown is traditionally um, said to have begun on May the 1st, May the 1st, 1464, when she went through a secret marriage ceremony with the new York king, with Edward IV. Now, whether that ceremony actually happened on May the 1st will never be known. The legitimacy of their marriage was called into question with devastating consequences for their family and huge implications for England um, just within a few decades of the ceremony taking place. And Elizabeth was controversial. She was interesting. She made her mark from the very, very beginning of her public life. Um, for a long time, she was known as the first commoner queen of England, that dreadful word commoner that we bandied about so happily um, until a few years ago. She had no royal title of her own. She did have royal connections. Her mother, Jaquetta of Luxembourg, was related to the royal house there. But unlike every other royal bride since the Norman Conquest, Elizabeth didn't come with a royal dowry. At the time, royal marriages were political. It was a chance to make a treaty, a pact with another country to, to make an alliance, to further your power, to further your claims to power elsewhere in the continent of Europe. Elizabeth didn't bring any of that with her. She was from an English family, her father had lived and grown up all his life in England. He was the poor relation in his marriage. So although she had some useful continental connections, she wasn't a prestigious royal bride. And Edward IV, who was a young king, very handsome, very popular, well known for his liking of the ladies, he was expected to marry a European princess who would be selected for him by his counsellors. He would do as they bade and marry her. And instead, in 1464, in those early summer months, he revealed that he'd married Elizabeth Woodville. And as we said, it's believed that their marriage took place on May the 1st, on May Day, at her family's home in Northamptonshire, where she had first met Edward, because Elizabeth was a widow as well, which again was quite rare for a royal bride. Usually they were expected to be a virginal princess, plucked from a tower, brought to a royal court, the image of purity. Elizabeth had been married before, she was also from the side in the War of the Roses that supported the Lancastrians. So she she was allied with Edward's enemies. And she had first met Edward when she begged him to help her to win back the estates, the money that had belonged to her first husband. And legend has it that they fell in love. He tried to seduce her. She said no. She threatened to kill herself rather than submit to his lustful demands and he was so overcome with love that he returned to Grafton Regis and married her and suddenly this commoner, this widow, the widow from the wrong side of the battlefield 
was the Queen of England. Now, her reign as Queen was controversial because Elizabeth came with a huge family of brothers and sisters and they were all as ambitious as her and she married them off as best she could to some of the most powerful and wealthy people in England. So by the time they were approaching their 20th wedding anniversary, Elizabeth wasn't exactly the most popular Queen. Edward had also had to fight for his throne, but by 1483, the couple had a large family, including two sons approaching teenagerdom. The succession was secure and the country was secure. Edward had been a really good monarch. He'd brought stability. People were happy. The country was beginning to thrive again after the years of what we now call the Wars of the Roses. Then Edward died unexpectedly at the beginning of April 1483, and this is where his marriage to Elizabeth comes under the spotlight once again. His son, the boy king, Edward V, took the throne. Obviously, he couldn't rule for himself, so Elizabeth's family and Edward's family started to fight over who was going to be regent for him. And Edward's brother, Richard, came out successful. He said that he was looking after the new king, Edward, and his younger brother, another Richard, by putting them in the Tower of London for safekeeping. Once they went in there, they were never seen again. Soon after that, Richard had them declared illegitimate, and he himself became king. Now, the basis of his claim for the princes in the Tower's illegitimacy was that Elizabeth and Edward weren't ever actually married. And that's got nothing to do with the fact that no one ever found a record of their marriage, because at the time there were no written records of marriages. Um, generally, that didn't come in until the 16th century, widespread in England. But what Richard did argue was that Edward had actually made a contract of marriage with somebody else before he wed Elizabeth. Now, as I said, Edward was... A ladies man that's probably a polite way of putting it he was young and he was handsome and he was also the king of england so finding romance was probably not as challenging for edward as it was for other men of his age um and it was alleged that during his youth and prior to meeting elizabeth he had met a woman called eleanor butler Eleanor Butler, her name's spelt in several different ways and she like elizabeth had refused to sleep with him and so he offered to marry her and what Richard said was there was a contract of marriage between Edward and Eleanor and at that time a contract a pre-contract a promise to marry anything like that precluded those two people from marrying anyone else they were considered taken and what Richard said was that Edward had entered into some form of contract with Eleanor to get his wicked way this had happened before he met elizabeth and therefore his marriage to elizabeth wasn't valid and all of their children were illegitimate in 1484 parliament passed a document called titulus regius which confirmed that edward had before he met elizabeth been contracted to eleanor butler only one version of it survives the wording isn't a hundred percent clear but it says that King Edward was and stood married and troth plight to one Dame Eleanor Butler, daughter of the old Earl of Shrewsbury, with whom the same King Edward had made a pre-contract of matrimony long before he made the said pretensed marriage with the said Elizabeth Woodville in manner and form above said. That went through Parliament. The evidence had come from a man called Robert Stillington, a bishop, who said that he had overseen 
this contract between Edward and Eleanor. And suddenly, Edward's marriage was declared invalid. His heir, Edward V, who no one had seen since he went into the Tower of London, was declared illegitimate along with all his siblings. And had things stayed that way, we might never have got the Tudor dynasty. However, Richard's rule became unstable. Henry Tudor came across from France to challenge him. The Battle of Bosworth took place in 1485. Henry was victorious and became King Henry VII. And as part of his plans to unite the House of Lancaster, which he belonged to, and the House of York to end this cousin's war, which had divided the country for so long, he decided to marry Elizabeth of York, who was the first-born child the eldest daughter of Edward IV and Elizabeth Woodville, but there was absolutely no point in him doing that if she was illegitimate. So Henry made sure that all the copies of Titulus Regius, which had been produced, were destroyed. And he did a very, very good job. One of them came to light many years later. But by 1486, when he married Elizabeth, that whole act had been struck from the record. It was as if it had never happened. So Elizabeth of York was declared legitimate once more. She married Henry VII and became Queen Consort of England in her own right. The question remains, was Elizabeth Woodville really married to Edward IV? And the answer is nobody will ever know. Edward was clearly keen to secure the charms of the ladies that he fell for. It may well be that he entered into some kind of contract with Eleanor Butler. No one could ask her because she was dead by the time that Richard III assumed power. So in a way, she was an easy target. She wasn't there to defend herself. A bishop said that he'd stood over some kind of contract between her and Edward. Edward wasn't there to give his side of the story. The fact that Henry VII had all of the copies of Titulus Regius destroyed does indicate that he was concerned about it. Now, he was a conquering king. He'd had to fight to secure his throne and he was fighting in many different ways to hold on to power. So it may just have been that this was an inconvenience that he needed to get rid of. Certainly marrying Elizabeth of York, who was a princess, gave him a little bit of added glitz and glamour because he had no royal title of his own either. He'd conquered to become a king. So Titulus Regis can be seen as an inconvenience to Henry VII that had to be removed. But the question remains, why was it so inconvenient? If he really believed that it wasn't true, why destroy all evidence of it? Like so much of what happened at the ends of the War of the Roses, it's mysterious and we will probably never know the truth. But it does provide us with a fascinating history mystery and one that is well worth talking about as May gets underway. And we cast our minds back to a sunny spring day in 1464 when a young ambitious woman and an equally ambitious young man made some kind of contract in the beautiful countryside around Grafton Regis and changed English history forever. There's loads more on Royal History Mysteries on Elizabeth Woodville and Edward IV over on the site, royalcentral.co.uk.